The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. There is a moment every year Right before kickoff, when it feels like it all goes silent. The 100,000, the trumpets and the drums, the roar, it quiets, muted by the deafening pounding of your own heartbeat. It's just a moment. And then... Texas, that little moment you had before kickoff, it was just the first. The moments, they don't stop. The bombs, the picks, the blocks, the kicks, the dives, the blitz, the high steps, the hits. Short kick down to the 10-yard line to Alex Ross, leading the country in kickoff returns, and he is off to the races. 91 yards, touchdown Oklahoma. Mayfield sets up deep in the pocket, fires the deep ball Year after year, decade after decade, the moments, they tell the story. And today, you guessed it, a moment is coming, a moment that will live forever, a moment that will remind you why this is the greatest game on earth, a moment that will decide which color leaves this grand old coliseum with heads held high, a moment is coming. Steps up, he's going to throw it deep down the right sideline, Andrew's wide open, 2015, Time for the 113th Red River Showdown. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Longhorns. I give them what they want, Brooksy. G-Money Christmas! Here we go. Live from the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas. This, this is Sooner Football. Hour 2 on a Thursday, October 5, the... Uh, pilgrimage that's really Saturday. starts in full force today as i-35 will uh not be as crowded as it will tomorrow but it'll start to uh it'll start to get crowded today and uh, we are headed for 11 a.m on saturday morning and man i know i say this every year but 
I can't remember a, an OU Texas game more anticipated than this one. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's that every year. Am I allowed to ask you something about uh, what you just played? Yeah. Uh, well, not necessarily that one, but uh, you this week or special guest, or do you not want to say? You've sent it to me, but I do. I've told you this before. I refuse to listen to it until we hear it Friday morning. So, um, you don't have to me. say if you don't want to. It, I'll, I'll say it. It's just me this year. Okay, okay. Well, that's fine. You do a great job. I was just wondering. I didn't know if you wanted yeah, to answer no, that we, or not. We do often uh, have a special guest for OU Texas, um, but not this year. Yeah, just me. Okay, one more question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, were you able to get my Zach Bryan tickets yesterday? We did not communicate oh, yesterday. Man, you can't leave you responsible for anything. Yeah. You don't ever show up for the meetings Monday. Did you hear what <laughs> Joel Klatt said about this game? Our buddy Joel Klatt. I heard what he said about Texas earlier in the week. I don't know that I heard it specifically about the game, I don't think. I like Joel. You like Joel? I love Joel. Yeah, I think he does I, a great I, job. I, I think, think he does a great fair. job. I think yeah. he uh I think he's probably more prepared and follows things closer than most people that talk about college football. Agree? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's tremendous. I don't know that you're going to like what he has to say here, but let's see. This is Joel Klatt talking OU Texas on his show yesterday. It's a healthy little clip. So settle in. Texas, Red River, one of my favorite games by the way. Whenever you you when you do what I do, everyone always asks you like, "Where's your favorite place to call a game?" I got to be honest, it's it's always game-related, and, and you want it to be a big game. Um, but more than anything, it's it's unique. Unique games, unique circumstances that tend to afford an incredible game atmosphere. And this one is unique and big and all of the above. And I'm a huge fan of Red River, huge fan of Red River. It's one of the, you know disappointing parts about them moving to the sec is that i'll never get to call that game again you know pending something changing in the future but now we've got texas and ou i believe i believe in texas you guys have heard me talk about that now for the course of the last few shows i'm a believer in the texas longhorns i believe they're more balanced they're better at the line of scrimmage they can both finish games with their run game they can finish games with their pass rush those are big traits. This is a better team than they were a year ago. Lots. That's my fault. I was moving my phone, and I accidentally hit the button that turned off Joel Clack. So I'm going to get it back to where he was. I apologize. My, my I was like, finger, that was a weird ending. My finger accidentally hit the playback and uh so let me see if i can get it back close to where he was before anyway last few shows i'm a believer in the texas longhorns i believe they're more balanced they're better at the line of scrimmage they can both finish games with their run game they can finish games with their pass rush those are big traits this is a better team than they were a year ago last year texas handed OU a 49 nothing loss in the in this game, in this matchup, you can't just tell me if you're an Oklahoma fan that Dylan Gabriel not playing is a 49 point difference. That that can't be the only thing. So OU is going to have to come in here and play substantially better than what they did a year ago. 
And obviously, we believe that they can do that. This is a this is a team, by the way, that has played really good football. They are somewhat right now one of the more under radar teams in the country. If you remember in the preseason, I said if there was a team outside of the top ten that could make a run, that lost a bunch of close games last year, that could make a run with with in particular the impact of the transfer portal on the defensive side of the football, I said, OU, watch out for OU. Well, here we are. And OU is a really good team. They've got great wide receivers on the outside. In fact, a few guys out there that I'm, I'm really high on. Nick Anderson being healthy on the outside. Andrell Anthony, the transfer from Michigan. Jalil Farouk. I like these guys a lot, okay? They can go. This Texas team also has guys on the outside. Look at some of the skill position players that we've got in this game in Red River. Xavier Worthy from Texas, A.D. Mitchell for Texas. Then you've got Farouk Anthony and Anderson for Oklahoma. You've got Jatavian Sanders on the Texas side. That's just on the outside. That's not even talking about a guy like Jonathan Brooks from Texas. Jonathan Brooks from Texas is putting together one of the more impressive seasons out there. This guy ran for 200 yards against Kansas. He's got three straight 100-yard games. And again, this is what makes Texas real. It's that it's not just about a passing game. It's not just about a quarterback or a wide receiver. They can get it done at the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. Two sacks in the fourth quarter against Alabama. By the way, neither one of those sacks did they have to blitz. Four-man rushes in both of those instances. So inevitably, a game like this and an emotional game like this, usually, and I've called enough of these to tell you, it usually comes down to two things, turnovers and special teams. And I know even after last year's 49-0 beatdown from Texas to OU, like turnovers and special teams. That's where we got Dicker the kicker. Early in that Oklahoma game, they turned the ball over uh, on the Oklahoma side, and so I start to look at which defense creates the most havoc and takeaways. Oklahoma's defense leads the Power Five right now with 10 interceptions on the year. And they're in the top five in scoring defense. So Texas fans, while you should feel confident, and while, yes, you're better than last year, and while, yes, it's more real than you've been in in several years, this OU defense can play. And they're gonna. I think they're going to make life difficult on Texas's offense, in particular when you look at the way that they're built. All right, Brent Venables likes to call the defense late, see the play call from the other side, try to be in the perfect play, but then they've also got Desan McCullough, and I believe that he's the key to a Venables defense because they want to be stout everywhere, yes. they got to have good defensive linemen. I don't think they're quite there, although they're deeper than they were a year ago. They want to have good cover corners, although I don't think they're quite there, and That's probably the weakness of their defense, but they've got to have hybrid-style fast players at safety and linebacker. Desan McCullough is the Isaiah Simmons position. You remember how good he was at Clemson. That's the exact model that Desan McCullough is the transfer from Indiana. He's a real key in this ballgame. If I were making a pick, I would say Texas is going to win this game, but 6.5 is a lot. What do you think? What a moron. I told you I never listened to Joel Flat. He's an idiot. No. Um, no, I think I think even he went back and forth there talking himself out of one thing or another. Um, he believes Texas is going to win this game, and a lot of people do, and a lot of people are picking it close. So, I mean, it's what we've been talking about this week. It's 
This is a very intriguing game. I, you would have to favor Texas based off of last year. If you want to look back on last year, even though this is a completely different situation, completely different players, um, and their win over Alabama and where they're sitting right now in the rankings, sure. I mean, they're favored in this game. But, boy, you can look it up and down and say, man, OU's going to be right in this game, and they they do cause turnovers. They do cause havoc on defense. They have done big things on that side of the ball, and you can talk yourself into that direction. So it's this is such a great matchup this year and one that we haven't seen really in this game in quite some time. So I, I don't have a problem with anything he said there. He probably was right on about a lot of it that he said. Okay. Um, let me give you one thing that, you know, just touching on a couple of things he said there, one thing that maybe is concerning and then a couple of things that aren't. Okay. Uh, Texas has been great, not good, great in the fourth quarter this year. Remember this going into Saturday. They have been in some close games, like with Wyoming and Kansas, where it looked like, uh uh-oh, this could go there. And then they have sprinted to the finish line and dominated the fourth quarter, even against Alabama, that allowed them to pull away the victories. Wyoming, Alabama, and Kansas, they outscored those three teams 55-8 to in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know what to credit that to. I don't know if it's conditioning. I don't know if it's uh, adjustments that are made throughout the game. I don't know what. But so far this year, they've been outstanding. Now, OU has been really good in the fourth, too. They've outscored all of their opponents this year in totality 34-8. to So it's not that big of a difference, but obviously that played Alabama. He said in their 49-0 last year, is Dylan Gabriel worth a 49-point turnaround? The answer is no. No, but you're going to add a lot of players to that, I think. Well, there's there's more. The difference is more than just Dylan Gabriel playing in this game. The biggest difference is... The, Dylan Gabriel playing is the second biggest difference in this game from a year ago. The first is the Oklahoma defense. Oklahoma has a defense. We think. It appears. And how many points is that worth combined with how many points is Dylan Gabriel worth is really the question. In fact, not only is Dylan Gabriel different, so is Gentry Williams Billy Bowman, mm-hmm. Reggie Pearson, Rondell Bothroyd, Trace Ford, Dejon Terry, Jacob Lacey, P.J. Adibawa-Re, Dasan McCullough, Jaron Kanick, Kobe McKenzie. Uh, that's just defense. Let me get the and offense the receivers. Here. He mentioned the receivers. Tawi so. Walker, Walter Rouse, uh, Tyler Guyton, Jaden Gibson. I know some of these were on the team last year, but they didn't play in this game. Nick Anderson, Andrell Anthony, Brennan Thompson switched sides. Uh, Austin Stogner is back. I mean, it's on and on and on. That can be good or bad. It can be good or bad. But this is virtually an entirely different Oklahoma team this year. Does 49-0 mean something is a great question going into this game. And I think the answer is 
yes, but which way is unknown. If Texas jumps in front 14-0 Saturday, 49-0 goes from the back of the brain to the front of the brain. And I think certainly uh, uh, the fans and maybe a lot of players go, oh, crap, it's still a lot better than we are. If OU comes out and smacks them in the mouth early, and I don't even mean jump in front of them, which would be great. I'm just saying physically smacks them in the mouth. Texas gets the message, this is a different team than we played last year. Then I think it's on like Donkey Kong from that point. Overconfidence. Confidence can be a powerful thing. Overconfidence can be a powerful thing, too. And... I don't know where the Texas football team is. I know where the fan base is. I've got a good feel for the Texas fan base this year. They are overconfident. They are smug. They see no possible way that Dylan Gabriel could be as good as Quinn Ewers. (laughs) That's cute. They see no possible way that the Oklahoma wide receivers can be as good as the Texas wide receivers. That's adorable. That Danny Stutzman can be as good as Jalen Ford or that Brent Venables could be anything more than 6-7. and Uh, This is, according to the Texas fan base, romp number two getting ready to unfold in a row. Uh, But I don't know what the team is, you know. Sark's done a good job with them. Maybe they are not overconfident. Maybe they have the proper mindset going into the game, but. The difference between OU, the team they put out there last year, and the team they put out this year is not even in the same galaxy. Davis Bevel was the starting quarterback last year. And a lot there were a lot of other differences. Man. 721, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show, this hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing trial, clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma, no cost or insurance needed. Medication provided for free, patients compensated for their time. Several metro locations, including coming soon to Ardmore, HightowerClinical.com, call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. This texter says, preach, Toby, preach. All right. Uh, I don't know what that's about, but uh, yeah, what you, what thank you. you said there about Just what the we game. just talked no, about? What you just okay. talked about, yeah. Uh, Camo Sooner says, if it would open here, blah, 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 blah. Hmm, what's going on with my text here? Uh, Clat said that our uh, corners are our weakness. I totally disagree with. Yeah. And then it won't load. Sorry. Came up I, I right disagree there. too. Um, I mean, that's there's a lot of intriguing matchups, but I think both teams have good corners. And I think both teams have great wide receivers. And one of the. One of the um, fascinating things to watch on Saturday will be, you know, certainly with Oklahoma, they want to bring pressure a lot. And they trust those guys, Woody and Gentry, a lot or whoever's out there. 
and will are not afraid to leave them on islands. And they've been, you know, they've been up to the task most of the year. Uh, can they be up to the task against Xavier Worthy and A.D. Mitchell? We'll see. But the same is true the other way. And one of the weaknesses for Texas this year has been they have given up the deep ball. And obviously Oklahoma likes to do that, and they got guys who can do that. So both ways, the, the play of the cornerbacks will be very important this week. Uh, enjoy holding your son. I, uh, my biggest memory is holding a hand in the parking lot or carrying each kid on my shoulder up seven ramps to that upper deck. <laughs> wow. Thank you. That's a long way to get on the shoulder. TJ does not go to the upper deck. No, That's cute. No. But, no, he's a lower bowl only no. guy. I say uh, get off my shoulders, fatty. Walk it. Come on. Uh, Jake from Blanchard. Good morning, guys. We're a little over two days from the Sooner win. I'll take the Lions this week in the King of the Mountain Boomer. Got it. Thank you, Jake from Blanchard. Uh, Hotlanta Sooner. Man, what is going on this morning? I think suddenly our internet's uh, giving me problems. Uh, let's see here. Hotlanta Sooner, King of the Mountain pick, week five. The Lions. Hey, right. Statler and Waldorf. Be safe yeah. going down to Big D. Welcome to the Division Series Rangers. Question, why aren't the Rangers going to win the World Series? Answer, because Texas is in their name. Uh, yep. Boomer beat the double HE's uh, toothpicks out of Texas. I'm going to be honest with you. This is 100% true. The first game you guys played in the playoffs, you wore the blue jerseys with the T on the with chest. The T on the chest. I had no problem sitting and watching and cheering for you guys. <laughs> you rolled out in the gray unis in the, yesterday with Texas across the front. Yeah. And I, my stomach turned and I said, yeah, I'll find out about it later. And I just, I turned to, I, actually, I went and did some work. I cannot do it. I cannot sit there and root for a team with Texas across the front of them. I just, as much as I love Good. you, and we, I want them to win the you. game. We didn't invite you. Good. Well, I, Go I mow just, your lawn. I, I want you to be happy, and I want them to win for your sake. But I can't sit there and watch a team with Texas on their chest and say, let's go that team. So please stop wearing that. Wear the, wear the blue or the red or something that doesn't say Texas on it. Wear the Rangers ones. Uh, we'll see Hotlanta sooner, who I think, uh, if you're an Atlanta Braves fan, will not reach the World Series. How about that? Uh, what's the most underrated play or player in the Red River Rivalry's history? Oh my gosh, that's a big question. Quentin Griffin. I don't know. Is he underrated or not? I don't know. I don't, that's what I'm Wait, saying. Like, they all become heroes, so I don't know at that mm -hmm. point if any of them are underrated on either underrated side. Underrated play or player? Hmm. Boy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I can't, nothing is underrated in this game. It's all over-exaggerated. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone becomes a, a, a mythical you know, character if they do anything big in this game. You know who had a giant play in this game? Austin Stogner. I'm not saying all-time he is, but Austin has taken some grief this year and has not been a big part of what's going on. He made a massive play in this game two years ago. Yeah. The first or second overtime, I think it was the first overtime, the catch in the uh, north end zone. Drake Stoops had the game winner. 
Yeah, underrated. You probably have to look at like now, I'm thinking 2020, some, not 2021. Uh, like on one now. side that had tremendous games that doesn't get the credit for you know that some of these offensive players do, or a defensive player that's made like a, a massive play, like a Teddy or a Roy, or so. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. That's a big question. How about this? Here's a forgotten play. Two years ago, Caleb Williams comes off the bench to lead the comeback. Yeah. Do you remember that Spencer Rattler came back in the game for a two-point conversion? I do, yeah. That was amazing. That was big, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> you, but, uh, we're benching you, but, hey, we need you again. Be because ready. you're the guy that knows how to run this two-point conversion, right. and he did it. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I don't see the text now, but I was laughing at it earlier. Uh, someone texted in, I think it was Jeff texted in and said, uh, I hope Quinn Ewers becomes a shapeshifter and shifts into Chris Sims on Saturday. What do you think about Quinn Ewers? Quinn Ewers really bothered me with the hair. Mm-hmm. And then he got the haircut and um, talk, talks about what, uh, you know, how religion plays a role in everything right? that he does. And seems like seems a good pretty, guy. Pretty calm, cool, collected kid. What do you think um, about him as a football player? As a football player, I think Quinn Ewers is a good football player. He's a good football player. He'll never be what he was thought, uh, you know, coming out of high school, the highly recruited, surefire top five pick. I don't think he'll ever be that. But he appears to have become... A good, steady quarterback who has improved. Okay, but he doesn't strike fear into me. He, doesn't mean he not, doesn't mean he can't lead Texas to a win tomorrow. Doesn't mean he could, didn't last year when he was uh, you know mopping the floor with them. But I don't see him as a dominant guy. He's just a he's just a very he's a really good quarterback. Colt McCoy had fire in his belly. Yes, Sam Ellinger. Whether you like him or not, and he didn't win this game very often, but there's no debating he had fire in his you belly. You could break his leg, and he was going to come out there with it wrapped up in a bandage and finish the game. Does Quinn Ewers have fire in his belly? If this thing is, is close in the fourth quarter, does Quinn Ewers have fire in his belly? See, that's where, that's where I'm placing him in that good to pretty good category. Like, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the dude... He's pretty good against Alabama. He was, but I don't know that I've seen him in a situation. Like, if if that game Saturday comes down to it and he leads them on some drive, then I'll say, yeah, okay, he's got that fire. I'd never seen and felt like he's had. Like, I just see him as a calm, collected, cool dude. That doesn't mean that that fire's not there. He's just not outwardly like I saw uh, Colt McCoy or Vince Young or – you know, yeah. animated. He's just not Outward animated. emotion. Right, right. But neither is Dylan Gabriel for the most part. I don't know. Like, he's He's, he's more fiery. He's more fiery, definitely, he, than Quinn Ewers or what I've seen out of The last couple of, of weeks, he's, last couple of weeks, Dylan Gabriel's turned into a, you know, he's running over people. He's pumping his fist. He's like, I don't know. Like, it's coming out of him now. I'll say this. He's a, uh, Quinn Ewers is a raging fire compared to uh, Arch Manning when he's standing over on the sidelines. I don't think he even knows he's at a college football game sometimes. I will not 
to sit here and let you talk about a member of the Manning family. He was completely lost when he's over there. My goodness, there's a lot of fans here right now. Look at this. Uh, will Peyton By and way, Eli be there Saturday? On, that was a dead-on Arch Manning impersonation. My goodness, there's a lot of people here. Quinn Ewers, 24 of 38, 349 yards, three touchdowns, no picks against Alabama. On Great. The road. He's been really good this year. Mm-hmm. Massively improved. But I don't know if he's a dude. Yeah, I don't know either. I think we'll know by the end of the day Saturday. Yeah, I, well, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we can say the same thing about Dylan Gabriel. This is a this is a legacy game for Dylan Gabriel. Either way. One way or the other. He can either win over the fan base or lose the fan base on Saturday. 736, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back, everyone. Kind of uh, stepped on your text messages uh, that hour, TJ. So let's read some more coming up here. But I do want to share one of my favorite one of my favorite things about OU Texas that maybe not everyone gets to see. Uh, sometime Saturday morning. So we'll be up in the booth around 6, setting up. We're on the air at 7. And sometime around 7.30 to 8 a.m., the trailer that carries Bevo will back its way down the tunnel, TJ. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's, find that funny, but I, I, I assume, you know, I guess I always do that happen, but never had thought about it. So the tunnel is on the <laughs> south end. No, no, no. Yeah, it's on the south end of the Cotton Bowl. Right. And Bevo, if you remember, camps out on the north, north end. end of the Cotton Bowl. Right. So the tunnel will back its way down the ramp. This is before the teams arrive or anything. It's, you know, barely after sunrise. And the... Bevo handlers, I'm sure there's an official name. Do you know what the official name of the Bevo handlers is at Texas? Uh, Bevo's Bunch? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Butt Munches? I don't know. I don't think that's it. It's not, but that's not it? There's there's a team of them, right, who are responsible for Bevo. One of them, I assume a freshman, is responsible for the shovel. Okay. <laughs> Bevo who has obviously been sedated in some manner. They get him out of the trailer. And they, to their credit, there is never, I have never seen any yanking or pulling on Bevo. Okay. There is just a guiding of Bevo that takes place. They've got him, you know, they got ropes on him and stuff. and, And they guide him in the direction, but he goes at his own speed. (laughs) <laughs> and it takes a while. Get out of the trailer. He'll look around. He may go stand in the end zone for a while, and they just stand there, and the guy with the shovel waits behind him. And then he may walk five yards and stop and look around, and he may try to turn around, and they try to guide him back, and then he'll poop some more, and the guy in the shovel. He'll probably poop ten times between the south end zone and the north end zone. And the poor guy with the shovel 
he does not wait for it to hit the turf, TJ. <laughs> it can't hit the turf. You understand? <laughs> so he's just walking with the shovel behind. It's, a, it's like a shovel bag yeah. thing, and his his sole responsibility <laughs> is to watch, you know, to see if it looks like it's going to... Oh, my Lord. You know. And if it does, Bevo doesn't do a lot of walking and pooping. He usually comes to a stop before he... Yes. And this guy's got to catch it before it hits the ground. <laughs> the Silver Spurs, by the way, is apparently what Thank they're you. called. And then it'll take a half hour. Sometimes Bevo's, you know, interested, and he'll get there to a spot in a hurry, and sometimes it takes a long time. Now, at the end of the game, the opposite happens, okay? Somebody wins, we plant a flag, we present a golden hat, we stay out, there's revelry, there's a team picture, everybody goes and signs autographs, yada, yada. The whole time, Bevo sits at the north end. You can't. He can't go get back in his trailer until the field is clear. Right. It's too dangerous. He is a giant beast. And eventually, an hour or so after the game, whatever it is, the Silver Spurs, is that right? Yes, yes. We'll, we'll I don't think I ever Bevo. knew that. All this time, I don't think I ever knew they were called that. Bevo will get it. They'll get him up. Remember, he's been sedated, so that's not an easy thing to do. And they will start to lead him now from north to south <laughs> back to his trailer. And the same thing, the little freshman with the bag will walk behind. And, you know, maybe not. Maybe maybe that job can only be trusted to a senior. I don't know exactly how it works. It it's seems like you're job. pretty re responsible. Uh, yeah, you have to be it's uh, an important responsible. Job. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they, they will lead him at his own pace, uh, which after the game seems to take longer than before the game back to his you know trailer and load him up and and carry him off but it is highly entertaining to watch i don't know why but it is highly entertaining to watch him walk the course the the, the, the span of the playing surface with a guy walking behind him with a bag just waiting for him to poop um what a life he's got though right i mean a what life. a life what a life um you need to film this and tweet it out, except you need to film it, then speed it up with the Benny Hill music, with the guy mm. as he's catching the poop and stuff, and, uh, you know, just go Benny Hill. What What's that, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, what's it called on your phone, iPhone setting where you can, uh, uh, time lapse? Yes, yes. Time lapse Bevo's walk? I think you should, yeah. Uh -huh. There are four people listening who know what Benny Hill is, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> drake said good thing it's not breakfast time for a lot of listeners out there my apologies i should have prefaced that story with this could be uh distasteful uh but anyway hey, lane in california is loving it he's uh got the fire uh lit emojis here it says awesome bevo scene setter t-row <laughs> thank you <laughs> So anyway, somewhere and, and and as much as we all hate an 11 a.m. kick, there is something really, really special about arriving at that place when it's completely dark, and then watching the sunrise come up over the Cotton Bowl on that day. I mean, it is 
Everything about it. Everything about it, man. Thank you. Thank you to the geezers texting in that are backing me on the Benny Hill theme music. I know you're out there. I know you're out there. Thank you, old people. Thank you, geezers. (laughs) 747, back to the text line next. Pete Texas Week on the Ref is brought to you by Boyd Street Ventures. Visit BoydStreetVentures.com to see how Boyd Street Ventures is bringing OU innovation to the world. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. And See, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Welcome back. Hot <laughs> Tower Clinical brings you this hour, and they've Ladies never been more proud. They've never been more the, proud. We are the hippest show on the ref. Hot <laughs> Tower Clinical. Coming up next segment, Green Acres. <laughs> it's the place to be. Hightowerclinical.com, right. 405-831-5905. Hey, uh... We would normally get to text here, but well, we've got a third grader on her way to school, and she needs to talk to you. Is that okay? Uh, sure. Mia, Mia's yeah, on hold. Talking to third graders. Uh, yeah, Mia? Mia, yeah. She said Hi, she good had morning. Qu- she has questions for you. Okay. Mia, good morning. Welcome to the T-Row in the Morning Show. How can I help you? Um, I'm going to tell you my prediction for the student game. The prediction for OU Texas. Okay, Mia, what is it? I think... Um, the Sooners are going to win. You think OU's going to win? Yeah. That's fantastic news, Mia. Hmm. Do you have a score prediction? Mm. No. No. You just, you're confident OU's getting a victory this year. Yeah. I love it. Mia, I hope you have a great day at school today. What's your teacher's I got, name? I got one more question. Okay, go ahead. How is your birthday cake? My birthday cake, I don't know which specific one you're referring to because I got multiple. <laughs> but they were the wagon. Oh, it was delicious. The uh, the one with the the schooner? It yeah. was incredible. Did you um, make that cake for me, Mia? No. Oh, okay. Mia, what's your teacher's name? Mrs. Vivian. I hope you have a great day at class today. And then are you going to the game or are you going to watch it on TV? I'm going to watch it on TV. Okay. Mia, I hope you enjoy OU Texas. And my dad's good. Okay. Very good. Thank you for calling me, Mia. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Do you believe in that? I mean, what are we doing? I do right? now. I do now. What are we doing now? Mia is officially in with her prediction of an OU victory. So, take that, Texas. That's confusing to me. I, I uh, The Norman kids are out of school, so the fact that she's on her way to school, I'm like, hey, what are you doing going to school today? But I guess the other kids don't have fall break till next week. Somewhere around an hour into the postgame show last week. I'm, I'm back. This is Teddy Lehman. Are we done with your birthday yet? <laughs> Yes, please. No more cakes. <laughs> I'm now 10 pounds heavier than I was when I started this journey. Uh, uh, no more cakes. Yeah, please, I, uh, people. I'm still everyone working on has, my birthday cake, yeah. Everyone has been so nice to me, not just my birthday, but all season long. But I implore Sooner Nation, okay? Quit giving me food. No more food, okay? The birthday's passed. Whatever the urge is out there, people, for TJ, for people to bring, like, cookies and cakes and breads and all kinds of stuff to Rudy's or the press box or 
or fan fest or whatever. For some reason, I bring that out in people. They want to give me food. Please, no more food. Okay? I'm, I'm trying my hardest here, and you're making it very difficult for me because all of your food is delicious. Your pumpkin breads and your special recipes of this and that and cupcakes and cookies and everything, it's all amazing. Give it to Teddy. No more food, please. I cannot. I I, I do not have the self control, TJ. <laughs> All right, thank you. Salads. He'll take salads. Uh, Kava gift cards. Kava gift cards. By the way, someone yes. uh, texted in here earlier. I saw to let you know there was a new Kava on thirty five somewhere in Denton. What? So what? Yeah. I said what? So, on your way down. All right, that might time Denton. out well tonight. Yeah. Uh, sooner bump Nizzy's in on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. He would like the Lions. Oh boy, this is one we always try to figure out what exactly his yeah. name is here. Sooner bump Nizzy. Okay, Lions? Lions. Got it. Ed and B.A. says, have a great day, and he will take the Dolphins, please. The Fish. Got it. Jeff in Arkansas. Morning, guys. Safe travels to Big D. I'll take the Dolphins this week. You go down I-35 or you got a secret route? Uh, I thirty five, yeah, it's just easy. Right, got us. it. Is there? How is our construction situation right now? You know, normally we get the uh, posts and stuff that say everything's going to be clear and open all the way down, but I haven't seen that this year, so I can't. You got any? That. You got any hookups in the highway patrol? Uh, no, unfortunately not. Well, in the Norman area, maybe, but not once you get. Well, anybody can tell us if what the construction situation is. I'm or, sure somebody's you know, already headed down recently. Information so. officer let or something like that that can yeah. uh, call in and let us know. Let us know, people. Seven, 7.58 in the morning. Quick break. Top of the hour. We'll be back.